everybody gets hungry. And whether or not you can satisfy that hunger while you're away from home base can really make or break your day. Today, Tom and the team, along with special guests Will Lane and Andrew Cunningham, are talking favorite meal spots and menu items while they're out on the road. My name is Mike O'Neill, and this is Gig Essentials. All right, welcome back to Gig Essentials Podcast. I am your guest host, Tom Manchester. I am joined today by our usual folks. Other than Mike O'Neill, I've got Mike, Gene, Chris, and two special guests from our friends over at Sonus, Will and Andrew. And uh, I was trying to think on short notice, who could we get that knows about eating uh, food on the road? And there were two people that popped into my head because we have a lot of discussions um, about our favorite places to eat and Good and bad experiences. Lots of 7-Eleven food consumed. Um, so uh, I've got a few questions for you guys, and we'll kind of go around and talk about some different food that we've eaten on the road and some tips and tricks to finding good places. Um, so we'll start when you're getting ready to go out to a show and uh, maybe you're on the road for a little bit and you're going to stop and grab lunch. What is your go-to? So I will start. My favorite is to usually stop at a Wawa because... Right about the time I get maybe an hour or so away from the shop, it's time to stop and fuel up, and I'll grab a hoagie, and, you know, that can get a couple other snacks to take them with me on the road. So, well, uh, let's see. What do you like, Chris? Uh, same as you, man. Wawa. Wawa is usually the spot to go to. It's just what's, super convenient. It's got all those sandwiches. I mean, what's your it's go-to got sandwich? Solid. Oh, definitely the classic, ten, uh, what is it, 12-inch hoagie? Italian hoagie, you get a little bit of those hot peppers, lettuce, tomato, onion, a little bit of mayo, and, and it run you for the day. You know what I mean? You're all good. So There you go. Mike, what do yeah. you like? Uh, I'd probably say Wawa as well. I really like their uh, barbecue chicken, um, like like classic hoagie, I guess it is. Um, but, yeah, that's one of my go-tos at Wawa, as well as I'll always grab, like, a pretzel for later on in the day. Just throw that in the bag, and, yeah. We're going to upset a lot of Sheets people by saying that we all like Wawa. Gene, oh, no, what do you no, like? No, no, no. Something Equal other opportunity. than Wawa. Sheets is just as good. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Depending uh, on where you are, obviously. What do you if like, you're Gene? you're in Wawa territory. <laughs> uh, pretty much the same thing. Wawa, Italian hoagie, or uh, depending, sometimes it's meatball sub. Now, if you're out of Wawa territory, if you're so unfortunate, Will and Andrew, what do you guys like there when you're down at home base? I mean, I think that when we're in the Northeast Corridor, we always go to Wawa, but unfortunately for Sheets people, there are plenty of Sheets here, but we almost never go to Sheets when we're doing shows in North Carolina. So in North Carolina, if we're doing a morning show, it's usually straight to Hardee's. I thought... Biscuit and the cup of joe if you need it. Okay. Andrew, um, what's your go-to? Um, well, if I'm doing more of a truck driver role, I'm going over the road, actually most of the time pack my own uh, food i use uh, a lot of nuts jerky uh, carrots grapes maybe uh, things like that pretzels and i uh, usually don't stop for any meals when i'm uh, going over the road these days so it uh, kind of speeds up the trip and lets me get through quicker that's a good one are you guys like 
partially i'm not really big into doing breakfast but i like a good dinner do you have any preference when you're out on shows whether you do start with a big breakfast and then go throughout the day or do you like to wait till dinner i'd say start off usually it's just whatever i guess whatever kind of like finds whatever mood i kind of find myself in but i do usually i usually can survive throughout the day until that dinner time you know what i mean it's just kind of like power through and then you find that one spot that's just around that's basically open until whatever time you get done the gig or whenever time you get done set up and then you can find it you know yeah i'm not too big on like eating in the morning at all like my first meal of the day on any day is usually about like one two o'clock so <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds about right yeah usually for me it's start with lunch on the way to the show and a lot of times end up at ihop at four in the morning <laughs> on the way home a good old waffle house <laughs> You know, I was going to recommend Waffle House for a post-meal. Uh, and Also, if you're in the southeast, uh, it's good uh, value cookout. Put away two trays after a good loadout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's say we're going to step up our game a little bit. We're on a multi-day show where you actually have time to go out and explore the city. Uh, Will and Andrew, I'll defer to you on this one. You always seem to have some unique and obscure location. What is your technique for finding a new place or do you tend to just stick with the classic when you found something in a, a new town well i think that when we originally started doing this like five six years ago getting a 75 dollars per diem from our corporate ugh, corporate client just seemed like the most amazing amount of money in the world and so we would always want to go to the, the capitol grill or the mortons or whatever uh, and so some of those choices that we still go to now, like Kenny's, almost just harken back to those days when we were <laughs> looking for the, the exotic steaks. Whereas, honestly, nowadays, I'm just as satisfied with uh, something relatively low cost, as long as it's not hotel food. Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely like to visit the classics. Uh, we definitely have restaurants we visit regularly in Dallas, Chicago, uh, Atlanta, places like that. Uh, but in terms of finding places, um, obviously Yelp is very useful, uh, but I like to always ask the Uber driver you know, when I get into a, a new city, ask them uh, kind of a unique place they like to go, where they like to recommend to uh, their friends and things like that. So I usually have probably a list on Yelp, like those maybe like 800 bookmarks on it right now. Uh, so just anytime somebody recommends something, I'll throw it in there. And then uh, when I get to a new place or whatever, I'll just pull open a map and see where I've got little pins um, and kind of just uh, just look to see what looks appetizing and uh, give it a shot. Yeah, I think I'm nowhere near that adventurous <laughs> when I was in Spain. I think I hit the Popeyes once and the clone of the Johnny Rockets that was in the attached mall so I didn't really try any kind of local cuisine it was just whatever was most convenient I think that probably says a lot to the quality of the food and you say it was in the attached mall and you just immediately know it's like what are the Spanish equivalent of Cisco backing up and unloading like pallet food into it um, yeah I think I'm not quite as elaborate as Andrew I'll just like open up uh, maps and I think my technique is usually was closest to the venue because we're usually all in trucks and you can't just like hop in the truck and go somewhere. Um, so my technique is usually like, let me find something that I can't get at home, but is within walking distance. 
And then if all else fails, I usually end up at McDonald's because I'm lazy. Um, so let's say the client is providing food for you and the, uh, everybody loves a good vendor meal. Um, sometimes they can be good. Sometimes they can be bad. What is your worst vendor meal that you've ever had? Hmm. I mean, the uh, worst vendor meal is no meal. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> the worst, accurate. the worst meal is definitely the one where you don't get it at all. No, no. The worst meal was a uh, reggae show I did was uh, fish head soup. <laughs> I mean, it's calories. Look at you through the day if you need it. That that was definitely worse than no food. <laughs> I mean, I think for me it's worse if like someone acts like there's going to be food and then for some reason there never is. So, you know, I'd rather just if you're not going to provide a meal, just let me know so I can deal with it on my own rather than. Just keep telling me it's going to be here in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. You know, yeah, you know what? Like, I actually had a similar uh, situation recently, like a few months back where we were at a gig and we went back there and it was just like, I, I never expect them to do anything like that. But I, I, you know, it's never, it never hurts to like ask. So most of the time I'll just be like, hey, like, I don't know if there was any plan for it. I was like, I just want to know whether there's going to be a meal or not. And like, you know, if they just say no, it's like, okay, that's fine. You know what I mean? I wasn't expecting it, but uh, this particular case, it was like, yeah, 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 no problem. We went back there. And then you go back there to the, to the serving staff and the client will look at them and go like, Hey, hey, can we get a few more meals? And then they just kind of look at you with those bug eyes and they're like, uh, okay, cool. And you're just like, ah, oh, you didn't have it ready for us at all. Like you didn't know. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely awkward when you have to look at people in the eye and you're like, oh, yeah, can we get a plate? And they're just like, no, there's no way you could. But they ended up making it work, which was nice. I think the worst one I ever had was I was doing a wedding, working by myself, and it was down, I think, somewhere outside of Baltimore, pulled up. It's on this big tent that's up, up on uh, someone's property. And so we're doing the gig and... I think one of the band members asked, like, are we going to get a meal? And catering ushers us back to an area. And it's, like, slammed in the corner of the catering area of the tent. And the only option was cold mashed potatoes, which I ate. And it was terrible. But I got cold mashed potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like our experience just on, like, the not doing the galas and things like you guys are doing and just doing like straight up corporate AV is either we're allowed to eat whatever the attendees eat and that's great or it's just complete denial no meal and you only have a 30 minute lunch break so just good luck there's There's no no in between why don't you tell them about the uh, Papa John's at uh, one of the conventions that was just relentless like every single meal (laughs) so we did a uh, fandom convention in uh, Louisville Kentucky and one of their their flagship sponsors was Papa John's. So as you can imagine, every single meal was Papa John's. And about every, you know, three or four hours, a convention volunteer would come in with a stack of Papa John's, half pepperoni and half cheese. That's what you got at noon, at 4 p.m. and about 8 p.m. I wonder what hoops you have to go through to like a Papa John's sponsorship for your fandom convention. We were told that the local Papa John's was actually closed. It was only servicing that one account for the weekend. I don't know how true that is. That's some clout you got there. If you can, if you can pull the strings to get Papa John's exclusively delivered to your venue. <laughs> um, all right. Well, here's one. You are off the road and you're tired of eating Wendy's every day. What's your favorite meal to make at home? 
oh, recently I've been making this uh, these quesadillas at home, which is nice during this quarantine. But like, it's been really great. Where you get like, you just saute up some peppers, onions, you get some pinto beans in there, and then you just put uh, tortillas on the pan with cheese, and you make those up. Those have been pretty solid. Always like a good uh, good steak. So uh, the other night I grilled up some New York strips. Uh, those are really good. Uh, and then recently tried a couple things uh, like Home Chef. Uh, so everything delivered and you just make it yourself. And those came out pretty tasty. Currently, I have no in-house ability to provide uh, meals here. So everything comes in pre-packaged or from a restaurant. What's your what's your prepackage? Is it the Great Value Pizza, or have you given up on that? I do have the banquet pot pies upstairs, sort of in a you know emergency situation. I discovered uh, I yet. Yeah, I found one of those in the freezer here at the shop that I put in there like three months ago, and I think I probably it's, it's real hard to sort of get point. ready, get get emotionally ready to eat that. Like if, <laughs> if I'm in the right mindset, I have no problem eating the shittiest, lowest quality food. But if I'm not in that mindset, it's very difficult. <laughs> Gene, what's your yeah, go-to sure. around the, the Proud household? Uh, spaghetti, you know, some kind of pasta thing pretty much most days. <laughs> yeah, that's my pretty much go-to as well. Just, like, if there's pasta involved, like, try different things with, like, different sauces or, like, hot peppers and different things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think you can definitely get burned out too. Like if you're just eating Wendy's and McDonald's every single day on the road, it's nice to come back and like get something that's not that. Like I thought yeah. I could do it one time where I just ate nothing but fast food the entire time I was on like a one week show run. And by the end, it just, it was like supersized me, but like one week long, it just felt like garbage at the end <laughs> of it. I mean, that's yeah. how I feel after the state fair. It's just like the fact to go to any restaurant or your parents house or home and just have somebody prepare you food and like bring it to you <laughs> absolute bliss after 14 days 15 days of fair yeah that fair food can definitely settle in your stomach and like just there's there's a certain feeling where your just body feels like it's coated in just powdered sugar and grease the entire time it's always so promising from the beginning too because you see it and you're like oh man i can go like a fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich this is gonna be awesome and then you get like twenty dollars out of your wallet spent on one meal and then you feel like garbage afterwards and it's like no i, I just want to hoagie again yeah simple foods for simple people all right well here is uh one other one what is your favorite place to go to out of town i know we kind of talked about like places that we find around the area if you had to name one restaurant that you go to out of town that you can't get anywhere else what would it be mm. I have to take a minute on that. Will, you want to take it? I mean, obviously, you and I both love certain eateries in Dallas. So, I mean, there's definitely a couple places there. We love to go to Kenny's. I don't know if y'all been there. It's just kind of an American food place. It's definitely a $3 sign type American food place, but it's... uh pretty good um we ate there like four nights in a row one time you get the similar fair food feeling it's just so rich and so seasoned um mm. other than that there's also like just places out of town that like i grew up you know my parents city where there's chinese place we always go to and it's just just far away that you don't really go on a regular basis 
but it's always nice when you're kind of in that city to go to those particular places that you remember from long ago. Yeah, it's always nice when you're kind of get recognized as a regular, even when you're uh, not from that city. So yeah, Kenny's were <laughs> yeah, pretty well known there. So uh, have our own waiter that always waits on us when we're there. So it's uh, yeah, quite a special experience. Uh, but other places like uh, uh, Harry Carey's in Chicago, it's always good. Uh, Joe's up in Chicago. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good things. Uh, uh, probably favorite place locally, but not right near here is a place called Pizza Inn. It's got amazing uh, chocolate chip pizza. Um, so it's uh, some tasty stuff if you ever uh, get the opportunity to check it out. Your preference is in Galaxy Diner, an obscure dining restaurant in National Harbor in Washington, D.C.? I mean, that's it's, that's a good option uh, when you <laughs> when there's lines everywhere else, or there's no uh, uh, there's no uh, budget for food. No budget for food. The, you, know? you get the only yeah. option that most people can afford in National Harbor. Yeah, right. You, you can also send four technicians to the Galaxy Diner for the price of sending <laughs> one technician to. You. So paying for it, it's coming off your bottom line. <laughs> Galaxy <laughs> Diner is, is always there for you. And the police presence is just makes everyone safer. Yeah. Mike, do you have a go-to anywhere? Uh, not really. It's kind of just like find a new place, like wherever I am. It's not like I have like anything in the back of my mind. Like, yeah, there's nothing in particular that I'm like, wow, this place. So. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. It's like I've never, I mean, unfortunately, I haven't been like, uh, you know, fortunate enough to go around everywhere and like pick up spots that are my favorite. But I would say definitely try and find some new stuff or maybe try and just find somewhere that you haven't had in a while. Usually my favorites are like, if you find the, uh, the authentic Mexican or Hispanic restaurant too, where they do like, you know, a half chicken or something with some sauce and like rice is pretty great. Or like a good Chinese spot is my go-to or barbecue for me as well. There's like a lot of good barbecue places around. So true. What's the ESS uh, favorite in North Bethesda, Maryland? Here's some of those real high-end, uh, higher education places. North Bethesda, I think we've always gone, uh, I think it's the Silver Diner. Yeah, I remember that spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That but that one's just good. premium because you can actually park a truck there. <laughs> so when you're rolling around like 26 or a 16, you can like take up two parking spaces in that little mall and don't have to worry about getting towed. I mean, yeah. honestly, that's a huge problem with road food is if you're in a tractor trailer, I mean, you are extremely limited to basically just truck stops. There is no, like, I'm going to pull into my favorite barbecue place in North Bethesda. I mean, it's the Pilot, the Petro. I mean, you could just throw your four ways on and let somebody <laughs> deal with it. I mean, these days, I mean, I'm definitely seeing more uh, semi-drivers just pulling over the side of the road, so little traffic and things like that on a lot of these roads with people staying home. So I think it's probably easier right now for anybody driving those big rigs to get some of their favorite foods. Well, I'll put in my endorsement just because I finally figured out what it was. It was Jake's Burgers and Beer on McKinney Avenue in Texas. That would be my yeah. out-of-town go-to. Nice. Had a very good experience one time, and... Should I get the fortune to go back to Dallas? I think I'll go there again. There you go. Yep. 
So it sounds like the theme of road food is one, either stick with what you know, or two, be completely adventurous. But I, mean, I think a lot of us are really just going to anything we can get anywhere if we have the opportunity to go elsewhere. So usually it always boils down to the place that is the biggest parking lot. That is true. <laughs> always look for a big open spark parking spot. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a good uh, wrap up point there. Thank you, Will and Andrew for joining us on this one and we'll get you on some future stuff. Talk about projection and how to set up fast fold screens for hours on end. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I look forward to that. All right. Well, thank you, guys. I'll see you on the next thank one. Thank you. I'll see, see you. Guys.